Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Mark chapter 7. The Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. The Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless their hands have a ceremonial washing, holding to the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash, and they observe many other such traditions, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of the law asked Jesus, Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders, instead of eating their food with defiled hands? He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites, as it is written, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. As he continued, he said, You have a fine way of setting aside the commandments of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is korban, that is, devoted to God, then you no longer have to let them do anything for their father or mother. Thus, you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and you do many things like that. Again, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a person can defile them by going into them. Rather, it's what comes out of a person that defiles them. After he had left the crowd and entered into the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull, he asked? Don't you see that nothing that enters a person from the outside can defile them? For it doesn't go into their heart, but into their stomach, and then it comes out of their body. In saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean. He went on, What comes out of a person is what defiles them. For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All of these evils come from the inside, and they defile a person. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he couldn't keep his presence a secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an impure spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia. She begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Lord, she replied, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, for such a reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon gone. 
Then Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon down to the Sea of Galilee and into the region of the Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and who could also hardly talk, and they begged Jesus to place his hands on him. After he took him aside, away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven, and with a deep sigh he said to him, Ephrathah, which means, be opened. At this the man's ears were opened, his tongue was loosed, and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone. But the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute to speak. Jesus didn't come specifically to offend the elders of Israel, the Pharisees and Sadducees and like. But a lot of what he did was offensive to them. In this chapter, in verse 3 and following, they were upset because... Uh, Jesus' disciples had been eating without washing their hands. We read that the Pharisees and all of the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, holding to the tradition of the elders. Now, this terminology, tradition of the elders, is found throughout the Gospels. It's referred to over and over again in a negative way with things concerning their Sabbath traditions. Uh, Here we have the ceremonial washing traditions. In the Gospel of John in chapter 2, we have the wedding at Cana, and it mentions the tradition of the elders and the washing pots that are there for ceremonial washing at the wedding, and Jesus fills those pots with wine. But here, the Pharisees are asking, you know, why don't your disciples, Jesus, follow the traditions? And it says, uh, when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. They observe many other traditions, such as the washing of cups, the washing of pitchers, the washing of kettles. So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law asked Jesus, why don't your disciples live according to the traditions of the elders? And so these traditions of the elders were the oral tradition in the day of Jesus, and uh, we're talking 100 A.D. approximately. Now, in modern times, there is a volume of Jewish tradition that's contained and understood in a a volume called the Talmud. The Jerusalem Talmud, there's a Jerusalem Talmud and a Babylonian Talmud, and within the Talmud is the Mishnah. Now, the Talmud is a collection of writings that cover the full range of Jewish law and tradition. It's compiled and edited between the 3rd and the 6th century. The word Talmud is Hebrew for learning. And the main text of the Talmud is the Mishnah, which is a collection of oral teachings written in Hebrew in the years following the destruction of the Second Temple in Jerusalem. Of course, the Second Temple was destroyed in 70 A.D., about 40 years after the death of Christ. And so this passage that we just read talks about the tradition of the elders. This oral tradition of the elders became written tradition in the commentaries of the Mishnah and then within the Talmud. So it became written tradition, no longer oral tradition. Well, Jesus had a problem with these traditions of the elders where they put more burden on the people than, in fact, God had intended. And so he went on to rebuke them in this situation. He said, you honor your traditions passed down from others that nullify God's word. And so this idea of tradition, not only contrary, but having the power to nullify God's words, this was a very powerful statement and a difficult one, I'm sure, for the religious leaders to hear in Jesus' day. But nonetheless, the truth, 
see, the, the leaders in that day put rules and regulations on the people beyond what heaven had intended. And so Jesus called their hand on it. Conversely, they excused behavior by their tradition that God did not excuse. And so Jesus called their hand on that as well. He went on to talk about what defiles a person. And Jesus said in verse 16, nothing outside a person can defile them by going into them. Remember, they were talking about being defiled with unwashed hands. And so Jesus is clarifying what really can defile. And so he says, rather, it is what comes out of a person that defiles them. After he had left the crowd and entered into a house, his disciples asked him what he meant. And he said, are you so dull? Don't you see that nothing that enters a person from the outside can defile them? Because it goes not into their heart, but into their stomach, and then out of the body. And in saying this, Jesus declared all food clean. So he's making a big statement here, and we take this as a New Testament promise that foods are no longer, for Christians, ceremonially clean and others ceremonially unclean. But his main point is not that. His main point is about what really defiles someone. And it's not what you eat. It's not what you drink. It's not whether you wash your hands. He goes on to say, what comes out of a person is what defiles them. And he's talking about behavior. And he gives some specifics. For it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. Evil thoughts is one of the sins that defile. Sexual immorality, one of the sins that defile. Theft, murder, adultery. Greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All of these evils come from the inside, and they defile a person. Now, that was the NIV version, reading from the Amplified, the sins list of those that defile. Coveting, a greedy desire to have more wealth, dangerous and destructive wickedness, deceit, unrestrained indecent conduct, envy, slander, evil speaking, malicious representation, abusiveness, pride, the sin of an uplifted heart against God and man, foolishness, folly, lack of sense, recklessness, thoughtlessness. Now, friends, we've all been guilty of some of these things. And I want to just take a chance here and say that some of you listening to this broadcast are guilty of these things right now. These are unrepented sins. And the Lord is saying that these things defile you in the eyes of God. So whatever on this list that applies to you, I want you to repent of your sins now before God. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would forgive our sins. Forgive us now for sexual immorality. Friends, if that applies to you, if you know if you're involved in sexual immorality, then ask the Lord to forgive you. Lord, forgive us of theft. Friends, if you've stolen, ask the Lord to forgive you. Forgive us of even murder, and there is forgiveness for those who murder if they ask for it. Forgive us for adultery. Forgive us for greed. Lord, forgive us for malice. Forgive us for deceit, for lewdness, for envy. Forgive us for slander. This is a big one, Lord. Slander is common, speaking evil above other people. Forgive us for that, Lord. Forgive us for our arrogance. Lord, again, arrogance is a a very common commodity. Forgive us from our arrogance. And Lord, we ask specifically that you would cleanse us from our sins, Lord, for those things that have defiled us, those behaviors that have come out of our heart. Lord, we ask that you would do what only you can do, Lord. Heal us from our sins. We ask you, Jesus, to forgive us. 
Wash us, make us clean. And Lord, teach us to walk in all of your ways now. Help us, Lord, not to nullify the effect of God's words in our own life. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.